from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. Founder of the opinion website, thebigsmoke.com.au, to chat about some hot topics trending online this week. Alex, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. And I'll tell you what, we have been, since you've come on the show, and especially the last sort of 12 months or so, really talking about the rise of AI, right? And the fact that, mm-hmm. you know, ChatGPT is amazing. It wrote my email for me the other day. It was incredible. Yeah. I sounded so smart. My punctuation finally was <laughs> correct. Um, but four out of five Aussies have admitted that they have fallen for fake AI yeah. news. So how's this happening? Yeah, I mean, like only 18% of Australians say that they feel confident when they're reading a news item to identify if it is AI or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and this came from a, a global survey, but specifically looked into the Australians' attitude towards verifying news stories and whether or not they felt AI could spread misinformation. And um, and essentially what they found was that, you know, only a few people felt informed on how to spot fake news. said that they don't feel that they can identify a news article that's created using AI. That becomes even harder when you think about the fact that there are tools where you can literally copy and paste content, put it into an AI checker, and then just delete the parts of the content that sounds like AI. Mm. So it becomes even harder to detect. Um, So, you know, the idea behind it is, you know, we think about using a secondary source to double-check a story, um, especially if the story comes from an unfamiliar source. Um, And it also includes things like, you know, using people like Guy Sebastian or Koshi um, to to run content that people um, see the face and they immediately think they can can trust the story. But similar to where in the past we've seen, you know, people like, I'll I'll use Koshi for example, um, you know, Koshi, you know, recommends this amazing investment technique and then everybody clicks on it and it's some random story that has nothing to do with him whatsoever. But they trust it because they trust him. So using celebrities has been a way of for, for people who are using AI for misinformation to um to get that cut through. Yeah, so the big takeaway, take the news from me and Alex and that's it. Only us, only yeah. us. It's always <laughs> true if it's from me. Yeah. Uh, now, I <laughs> consume so much true crime as far as documentaries, podcasts. I absolutely love it. And I always think these people, they rip off hundreds of millions of dollars. And I think if only you put your time and effort into something real, you'd probably succeed in life. <laughs> uh, it seems yeah. like there's some hackers that have done this. They've impersonated a CFO, stolen $25 million. Why this is actually quite incredible is because we hear about phishing scams and, you know, people click on a link or they, they get told that account details have changed and they don't verify that and then they just send it. This is actually really different because they've actually created a digital recreation of the CFO oh. and they had a video and they had a video call. So everybody who were, who were on the call thought that that was real wow. and that that person was really the CFO. And um, the, the way that it turned out was that everyone in that call was fake and then the employees were tricked into believing that, um, you know, that, that a secret transaction had to be made. So it's, it's a pretty um, incredible use of deep fake technology, totally frightening. Um, the fact that they could imitate the voice of the person um, and the different people in the team. And so, you know, it's really about realising how dangerous deep mm. fake can be without regulation. Yeah, when you see the good ones, and there's a lot of great YouTube videos where they sort of splice in real and fake, it is near yeah. impossible if you're not paying attention to tell the difference. It's it's hard. But, I mean, on TikTok, for example, there's Margot Robbie and Tom Cruise and Leonardo DiCaprio deep yeah. fake 
accounts where they're dancing and doing silly little things. It's not them at all, and you wouldn't know. So if you were just scrolling past, you wouldn't realize. So, so you know, it, deep fake technology has also been used to uh, by kidnappers, for example, to get mm. ransom. So, you know, using AI-powered face swapping and voice cloning software um, is incredibly frightening. Now, we've seen the last week uh, a lot of news around the fact that the, the price hike is going up on the cost of beer with the, with the tax. Is this mm-hmm. what's leading Gen Z to, to drink at home instead of bars? You know, it's an interesting move because I have been someone who's never really loved going to bars. I only did it when I was like 18 and 19 and then I got over it really quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, It has more to do with the fact that Gen Z feel like relaxing and unwinding at home is more enjoyable but then being in a crowd right. it also aligns with the move towards young people feeling like they need to have more control over their uh, environment mm-hmm. and they also don't want to be in a situation where they feel like they're not respected and often in a bar or a pub situation when people have been drinking it can be really overwhelming so um yeah nearly half of those who drink wine said that they they do it for like to have fun and 47 percent of them do it at home so there's less of a move towards um yeah going into bars it had less to do with the cost of alcohol Mm -hmm. and more to do with how they like to engage on their off time Mm, it's a fascinating shift isn't it because the pub used to be, uh, especially in small towns, you know, the epicenter of where all the activity happened, right? And we're seeing this sort of splintering, uh, as you mentioned, especially like the the Gen Zers, not going to that communal place. So how are they going to stay connected? I guess it's all TikTok and Tinder. I mean, if you think about it, yeah, people are using Tinder to date. People are using TikTok, Instagram, Facebook to connect. I mean, you know, you make time to see someone if you want to, but we are seeing people less and less. Mm. COVID didn't help with that. Mm. So um, it'll be interesting to see what the next generation does. Jump on, join the conversation, of course, thebigsmoke.com.au. Chat next week. Thank you. The feel-good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast. It's